I'm Andy, the host of the Project Yay podcast. Welcome to all who are listening right now. This is our very, very first episode of the podcast ever. And with me today, I have Palak Yadav. Palak and I, although quite apart in age, share a lot of common interests, from books to music to movies, from Camilla Cabello to Shawn Mendes. We connect over a lot of it. She'll be co-hosting the episode with me today, and we're going to talk about our experiences with books. She'll also continue to co-host a regular segment on the podcast called Currently Reading, where we'll review our favorite books. To know more about Palak, you can follow her on Instagram. But to kind of sum it up, she's quit an education in law and is looking to pursue a course in filmmaking and screenwriting. And of course, she's an avid reader. Hi, Palak. Hi, Andy. Welcome to the very first episode. How does it thank feel you. to be the one popping the cherry? <laughs> How does it? Thank you. Thank you for letting me do this with you. I'm so honored to be the one to be popping this cherry <laughs> with you. We are going to have tons of kids. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and uh, together. And I, and I had no idea we'd be doing this together. Because, um, I mean, I had no idea we, we could ever do this together, honestly. I, I honestly thought that, you know, mm. we'd just be chilling, you know, those kind of friends. But I never thought we'd be doing a podcast Yeah, together. considering we haven't met that's cool. in years, I think, right? It's been a while now since we last met. In... So this is super fun. Yeah. yeah. And... Yeah, my hair's grown and uh, uh, you've quit your education in law to pursue... Well, I've quit my career uh, in law. Thank you very much. I am an educated, <laughs> fully educated lawyer. <laughs> but yeah, you're right in saying that I've uh, paused at least for now my career in law and uh, yeah, looking to see where my love for films and writing takes me if it can at all so let's see fingers crossed awesome i'm very excited for you honestly thank you so mm. um let's begin talking about books yay yay and uh exactly yay you know this is not gonna get old this yay thing <laughs> it's already caught yeah, on yeah it really has and i used i used to use it as a uh you know sign off kind of mm. thing or something kind of goes right I'd just be like yay and my friends say yay back to mm. and uh, yeah now it's super weird to even say it because <laughs> it's it means something completely yeah I different. love it so um books yes and uh do you have what's your earliest memory of books or reading anything at all my earliest memory, I would say, is from when I was really, really young, maybe four or five, as early as that, because um, I got my reading habit from my dad, who was an avid reader, and it was really important for him that his kid be interested in reading as well. So he would bring me a lot of books and started to build my library when he, when I was really young. And he always encouraged, encouraged me to read, so earlier it was those illustrated books you know penguin classics and stuff so i don't i don't remember i feel like i've read all my life you know what i mean and i don't mean it like you know oh, i'm such a reader it's not like that i just it's almost <laughs> embarrassing for me to admit how much i like stories you know like mm-hmm. it's it's crazy i'm a sucker for a good story so i just can start reading any and everything and there was a there was a whole phase in school 
where I would just read fiction and my parents were like, we need you to start studying <laughs> as well. We need you to read your course books because this is getting way, way out of hand. But um, yeah, I feel like I've been reading all my life and it's just, I love it. So my earliest memory, I would say, is from when I was really young. But my uh, experience, like, you know, that life-altering experience, I'm not going to talk about Harry Potter because that's a whole other episode. But I think is when I Harry read The Catcher Potter in the Rye. Is, yeah. Harry Potter is an education. Correct. <laughs> I would say that's more <laughs> that's more important. Reading Harry Potter for me was more like groundbreaking than mm-hmm. all the all the books I studied in college and school. Maybe maybe not college, but in school. So, which is really saying something. But yeah, tell me about yours. What was your earliest memory of reading in books? Uh, well, I began reading not voluntarily. I was made to read. Um, because you know I'm talking about times um, when to travel between Pune and Mumbai took about nine hours right although it's in the same state Mm. and we travel by train Mm. and obviously my parents don't want like they just want to keep a noisy kit shut like you know (laughs) I mean I'd be like um, you know keep loitering around or keep irritating them and I was I was a horrible child honestly uh, oh, Andy, I didn't believe I that. <laughs> uh, nine hours in one, uh, <laughs> you know, boogie or whatever. It's, it's, it, I'm yeah. sure it's horrible for parents. Hmm. So, um, you know, before we board the train, we would board the train. My hmm. dad would basically buy me, um, you know, like a bunch of books. Hmm. And it was like very calculated. So my parents knew how long I'm going to take to read a book. And for all those nine hours, I'd have a bunch. But uh, yeah, I'd get totally engrossed in all of them. And my reading speed would increase. Mm. Um, Now, they had another problem on hand that they wouldn't know what to do with all the books that they've got now. Because they have got to carry them to Pune and then bring them back. Because I'm talking (laughs) at least nine books. Or, you know, nine books once right. my speed kind of increased. Mm. One way. Nine books, one way. So that's about 18 books coming back. And I'm talking about thin ones, of course. Like, you know, those stupid ones that we get, like Tinkle Digest or yeah. Cha-Cha Chaudhary or some mm. one of those. And yeah, so that's like my earliest, earliest. Yeah. I'm, I have not been that kid who, uh, you know, uh, started reading famous five or hardy but i've never read any of oh them. i was that kid i've read oh yes i have read <laughs> all of enid blyton's books it's embarrassing but um no but you know that's something very similar was the case with me because my dad when we were in calcutta um and he was my dad was an army officer he was studying on the side he was doing his master's at iit kharagpur so he would uh come home for the weekend and he would uh, take the train and come on a Thursday evening and head back Sunday night and he would come with a whole stack of remember Amar Chitra Kathas yeah 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 so all the all the mythology that I know I don't think it's I know too much but everything that I know is through Amar Chitra Katha because he used to get me a whole stack of books on the weekend and I would finish yeah. them by the end of the, by the next weekend you know and uh, yeah. and that's I think that was his way of just he just kept buying me and bringing me more and more books and even I remember my first Harry Potter 
I didn't read the first mm-hmm. one. Like you, you know how big a fan I am of Harry Potter, but it's not like I read the yeah. first one as soon as it was out. Um, it was only in 1999 after Prisoner of Azkaban uh, was published. My dad got me a box set of the first three books, and for the wow. longest, for months, he kept saying, "You know, give it, give it a read. Like try. You know, these are like mm-hmm. world famous books. I think you will really enjoy them." And I was like, "No," because I had so much stuff to read. I was like, "Yeah, I'll get to it later." You know, even as a kid, I was like, "Ha ha, bad." It was on my list. and when i finally yeah. did and i started with the third book because at the time i didn't know the order so i started mm. with the third book and i mean of course then i was just like oh my god but i that, think that's the scariest yeah even like visually i mean talk about movies i mean we're kind of digressing but even visually it's quite scary and appealing i think it's very one. appealing yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and i was sold how so, old yeah. were you around this time Like I was seven. I was seven. Ninety-nine. Yeah, I was wow. seven. <laughs> I I read Harry Potter in all of them actually. Hmm. Um, Post teenage, actually, I I was about twenty-one, oh. twenty-two or something. Yeah, and I used to work with this. Um, I used to work in a call center, and I was in the training department. So we oh. had. Um, obviously it's all outsourced uh, business right so mm. there used to be this process called bca which is book club associates and mm. um, we used to get copy we got the copy of deathly hallows even before it got um, you know it was out for other people oh my god that is yeah. big news so, yeah that's a yeah, big deal that was insane yeah so i read it um probably i might be i mean if i honestly challenge people i might be one of those few people who have who had read it in india obviously before blooms but bloomsbury bloomsbury yeah. yeah right yeah so um, wow yes. um, but um you know reading for me it was more about the story than right. what book i am reading was hmm. it the same for you absolutely yeah and i admit that i've read some books that people consider to be really horrible <laughs> books uh in the sense of you know like the, the writing <laughs> well not 50 shades but i will admit that i was when twilight was first out you know the 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 books and i don't mean when you know once the series was out and when stephanie meyer and the books re- uh, the movies released not then when the first twilight book was out i'm not sure i don't remember how old i was but i used to go for um math tuition and i picked right. that's when i picked up the book and honestly i was like this is the best thing i've read in a while you know because i mean if you think about it the story is great you know and everything else after just ruined it so i i have no qualms in admitting that i love the first twilight book and then i would see everyone even non readers in my in my uh, class reading <laughs> sitting with a copy of like breaking dawn and i was like please yeah. okay yeah i'm that reader i was just like okay if you're reading this then it was i was in school so i was you know different but um i was like okay if you're reading it i'm sorry i don't want to associate myself with this book anymore so yeah <laughs> and i can only i can only imagine all the triangular love stories in your class <laughs> oh of course did everyone so, had a, I mean, everyone had an edward and a and a jacob in their lives all the girls yeah <laughs> it was horrible <laughs> But I mean, if you think about it, it's a it's a damn good story. It's very and that's what what that's what matters to me. Like what you asked, a really good story because I just, which is why I'm such a big fan of fiction, and I think you are as well. 
um it yeah. is hard it is harder definitely for me to read non fiction but i also approach non fiction in a very similar manner if you know i don't know if that makes sense but even my reading of non fiction is very similar to the way i read a fiction book you know which is the only yeah. way i can find it interesting so it is about yeah. the story eventually like that's what matters and that's why it's that's why it's so hard for me to put a book down if i'm invested because i'm invested in the story i don't care for the writing all the time it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be like brilliant writing or a great piece of literature if it just if it's a story that i want to you know see through i'll read it hmm. and that's all that matters yeah yeah i used to be like that but now i think i'm sucker for good writing too mm. um there are so many books that i've just half read because the writing sucked for me completely yeah. um the writer sounded better in the acknowledgments <laughs> and the, <laughs> you know uh, the epilogue uh, than the actual story but um what what was your very first book was it harry potter then or Honestly uh, I cannot book. remember my first book I would say I mean I don't know if I mean I've been reading uh like you said I did read all of those uh, Enid Blyton books so I don't know if those count as novels because I think they had a lot <laughs> lot to say you know the famous five books uh but I think my first novel maybe would have been um I suppose I usually read a lot, lot of Agatha Christie when I was younger So I would call oh, those yes. novels right a lot of Agatha yeah, Christie yeah, like I, yeah. yeah uh so I was obsessed with her books so and I had this whole mystery phase where I was just reading like Mary Higgins Clark and I was quite young when I started to read Agatha Christie um and you know yeah. especially those the Miss Marple ones are are I yeah, think yeah. Uh, lighter reads um so I would read those a lot but I think and Roald Dahl oh my god Matilda I think was my Ro- first Ro- like, yeah Dahl was i i don't think so any of those fables that were written right all fairy mm. tales and fables none of mm. those i they were meant more for adults and uh, i think right yeah your some of his stories are super dark like if you've read any of Roald Dahl's uh, short stories yeah. they're very because i think he was primarily i'm not sure about this but i think he was primarily into horror so my favorite Roald Dahl book in fact is the witches it's not matilda it's not charlie and the chocolate factory mm. it's the witches because it is the scariest shit i had ever read when i was young <laughs> i was just like i was petrified of norway you know i was just i just yeah. because the concept in the witches is that all witches live in norway and i was just yeah. in my head first of all i didn't know my geography at the time wasn't great so i just for, for the longest time thought norway wasn't a real place wasn't a real country and i was just petrified yeah. of the word you know because i was like oh that's where witches come from and my mom was like what the hell <laughs> that's not true it's a place so but yeah i think those books <laughs> but like i said the, i think the life altering book that i read when i was super young was uh, the catch in the rye which i oh, read God. occasionally till date very often and every time i've read it since i was a kid it's meant something different which is the great thing about reading books i think is it just they just mean something very different to you as you grow up i think um, i think so every i mean yeah because i think you're in a different headspace every time 
especially when you reread something you know um hmm. there's this one book that i reread and it's a short one i don't know if you've read it um the little prince of course you yes this, you know by this french poet uh, anton antoine exupery exupery yeah <laughs> and uh, i mean i read the french equivalent also le petit prince to practice oh. french then actually oh i read the God, french Andy. one first and then uh read the the english one and that book when it opens up it actually starts with all grown ups were children but hmm. only few of them remembered it and right. i'm like i'm yeah. in <laughs> and and, st- and i i feel like the little prince is not at all a a book for children you know like children, it's yeah. it's very 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 deep and in fact yeah, i have so this habit of giving um, uh, most of my friends like you know i give them copies of my favorite books so i've given i've gifted uh, the little prince to so many of my friends because i feel like it is such an important read for everyone you know and it's right. very it's yeah it's a very intense but beautiful book yeah So sorry go on about the little prince la petite yeah so <laughs> all of that le petit prince <laughs> you know um mm. so i mean this i i wanted to actually go to the next question which mm. is about your top 5 so petit prince for me is one of the top 5 mm. um but i'd like to hear more about your top 5 and then i'll talk about my top 4 Andy I can't do this. This question I cannot answer. <laughs> I I was you know I was thinking about it earlier if I and people have asked me like it's like asking me my top 5 films. I can't do that. I can't do that <laughs> with a book. I mean there's so much going on like I can't absolutely but I'll name some of my favorites. I think uh, of course the catch in the rye uh would mm-hmm. be one of them for sure. And uh I mean there's just there's just too many good books that have been written you know uh but i will yeah. tell you about one of my favorite books from from what i've read recently and i've read i'm proud to say i've read quite a bit this year because i've had a lot of time um so i think i i i have i haven't read this much since before college you know so yeah. yay but recently yay. i i i read this book which i have posted about so many times on my instagram i think people are fed up i'm going to just say it it's this book called the science of breakable things it is okay. it's one of my favorite books ever written you know and i just so i what's just what's it about what's it about it's about this little girl it's it seems when you first read the back of the book or read anything about it really you you would it seems like a children's book and it is you know it is meant for all ages i suppose but it is again it's super deep you know and i found it it really really resonated with me it's about this little girl uh who enters into this egg drop competition i don't know if you know what those are um i think they happen a lot in the us not so much over here it's basically for science students who uh and she's a she's like a like a seventh grader so she's not even you know a teenager or a i mean she must be a teenager but she's not in high school or anything she's a very young sweet girl and who um, who enters into a an egg drop competition which is basically these science students young students find ways to to protect an egg from breaking so the judges are going to be dropping the egg from like the third floor of a building and whichever team's egg doesn't wow. break yeah is is the winner 
so but it's actually what the actual story is about is and the reason why she wants to enter into this competition is to win money to take her mother to new mexico why because her mother is suffering from depression she's going through depression and um, she thinks the only way to make her mother happy is by picking up this plant is by finding looking for a plant which she thinks is only available in new mexico because her mom is a botanist so it is okay. it's a very 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 beautiful story it's a very simple read and it's written you know because i love books that are written um like children like where the protagonists are children mm. i just love yeah. such books you know because you mm. really get to get a peek into the into the the way their brains work you know and it's so beautiful and that book because she's a very like sarcastic and very like sassy Uh, but sassy and yet introverted young girl but it's amazing and that book really really stayed with me and i just went around like i put it up on instagram i like texted the author on instagram i was like oh my god and she was like she re- responded saying thank you and i was like oh my god so wow. uh, yeah but that's one of my recent favorites for sure but uh, top 5 i mean the bell jars on it again one of mm. my favorites again life altering Oh, uh, so a bunch of books, but I I don't think I can fit it in the you know in a in a top five stack. But um, yeah, I I suppose. But I would highly recommend the science of breakable things to everyone. And I'm gonna take now. You go. Gonna, yeah, yeah. No, I I I agree. I must say about you know the protagonists being children. Mm. I like them too because. I see myself as a reader judging the protagonist less like I because they're kids you know <laughs> and they say the darnest and the weirdest, weirdest things yeah. but sometimes sometimes uh, when I'm reading a book and if the person's an adult and you kind of journey you know kind of a witness to the journey of this person as the person grows up I don't know I see sometimes myself kind of judging the character and saying right. oh, what a bitch you know <laughs> oh my god why can't she be a little accepting yeah uh, you know how how could she say that you know how hard must it be for somebody to have heard uh, that or something like that right. you know, with kids and they say the most weird the weirdest thing the weirdest thing absolutely so, yeah i totally agree but i'm going to i'm going to definitely read this book um the science of breakable, breakable things. things yes awesome so yeah my top 5 again very hard hmm. but i did kind of sit down and you know narrowed it down to a few <laughs> hmm. any book by murakami but especially this one the colorless life of sukuru tazaki and his years of pilgrimage wow hmm. uh again murakami there is a little uh, you know dark undertone and he hmm. also writes um like it's a movie like it's directed it's sort of like a screenplay than a story absolutely so, yeah you know i one can totally visualize the whole scene in front of um, their eyes hmm. i'm not a big fan of self help books mm-hmm. but this book called ikigai i don't know if you've heard yeah, of it yeah of course i've read it's it about hmm. finding finding purpose hmm. in life um and that diagram that's there at the back that kind of sold it to me um, right and i also wrote to these authors on instagram and they were very happy um you know responding uh, oh. i i tend to pick books hmm 
uh, on the basis of what my state of mind currently is opposed mm-hmm. to uh, what's popular right now sometimes right. most times yeah. actually hmm. uh, fifth, like 50 shades of gray is something that i read much later hmm. uh, eat pray love again 50 shades of gray is not on my top 5 <laughs> <laughs> let me underline that thank you like, for clarifying super, super <laughs> not as a book not as a movie jamie donnan super hot dakota johnson i get it but uh, no it's not on my top 5 <laughs> it was just something else that i was talking about okay so <laughs> um eat pray love hmm. is in my definitely my top 5 um i i'm a little biased towards elizabeth gilbert as a writer hmm. i don't know if you read <laughs> have you have you read eat pray love i've read eat pray love have you yeah. watched it also I have also watched it yes. Yeah so I think again it was one of those books that I picked when uh not that I'm as old as Julia Roberts or <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, of course you are. Have you seen that smile? No I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was But, just saying um, Andy you are not prettier than Julia Roberts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean I mean she stars in a movie called Pretty Woman like hello. Yeah. That like had to they had to reiterate the point that she's pretty. Hmm. Um but I was <laughs> happy that she did not get the guy in my best friend's wedding so I'm fine. So <laughs> uh uh yeah coming back to my point now, what was I saying? Uh Elizabeth Gil- uh, Gilbert is who Elizabeth you Gilbert yeah. yes. Yeah so I mean Eat Pray Love the book I mean hmm. I kind of related it was very relatable to me the character at that point because i was going undergoing a shift sort of a thing in my life mm. and you know i thought my choices were kind of wrong and i picked it it was it was a great upliftment for me um i also like um you might judge me and you might think oh my god andy or a kid never but i l- I love Aragorn in the whole series. Oh. Um the reason I picked Aragorn, I love dragons in mm. general. Another reason why I love uh, Game of Thrones but I haven't read the books all of them. Mm. Um but that's one of the reasons and another reason I picked it cuz the writer Christopher Paolini when he wrote Aragorn was only 15. What really? Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I picked uh, Aragorn and it's a flipper. If you haven't read it, I think you should totally pick it. I mean this kid and... wrote it when he was 15, isn't it too late for me to start it now at almost 30? I I mean I read uh, Harry Potter when I was 21 and I still kind of read Harry Potter. So I don't know it's it's the same for you or I don't know, but every hmm. time I read a book, I read it as you know in the current state of mind like i said yeah um yeah so i can i kind of embody one of the characters and i kind of read it from that perspective oh, so i, I yeah. think it's never too late and anyway you like uh, books with protagonists as children and yeah absolutely Aragorn, yeah yeah this guy is a child and uh, his uh, he's got a dragon so i mean i love that love yeah. it Yeah. So yeah, and I love I, I love fantasy. Really... I love ad- adventure. I love those books. So, yeah, why not? Yeah. Maybe I will. Yeah. So, 
yeah so these are my top 5 and uh, um it's it's more about also the benefits that you kind of get via reading you know i wanted to actually stress this part because mm. none of my friends read <laughs> none of my friends read like i can't even it's it's that it's uh, and it's one of the reasons why i even started this podcast or why where i want to even review books with you mm. is uh i want to kind of get my nation to read <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, not for an education not for um you know kind of to sound smart or kind of be intelligent but i would like people to believe and enter and create their own imagination yeah and because see if if i'm 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 going to read harry potter in a very different way than you are going to read harry potter it's for sure absolutely yeah and it's pretty much like an experience any experience you know i have this theory that the way i see blue is not the way the world sees blue oh that's lovely or any other color yeah. you know and yeah so i think it's the same with books and um one of the most important benefits for me while for reading books is that it's a meditative <laughs> experience for me if you know what i yeah. mean yeah right um No, I do know what you I mean. Yeah, get, I kind of get, I enter it. Hmm. It's almost like I am entering and viewing this whole thing as the writer describes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the plot of the scene. How how is it for you? What are what are your? Do you um do you want to highlight like any benefits? Benefit like I don't oh. know. Even me, like I'm always like over the years. because my mom is not a reader like i said i got my reading habits from my from my dad and um, mm-hmm. I, my i have this habit of gifting books you know to everyone that i meet or know and my mom was like you know why do you keep giving people books they may not even <laughs> read them and i was like some day maybe they will i do the know? same yeah i do the same because yeah, i feel I like and i you know and i think everyone can read like a lot of people first of all what i hate is like with people like you and me you and i especially um who are very outgoing and extroverted and like talking to people meeting new people there is this sort of like uh people just assume for some reason that people like us who are very outgoing and very chatty like stereotype correct like stereotype. that they that they don't read you know and it's not true because like a lot of people in back in school were like oh you're but you're so chirpy and you're so outgoing like you read like reading is not reserved for introverts please you know yeah i think it's yeah. it's the worst stereotype in the world you know it's not for quiet people reading is a great thing and everyone should be doing it and not to sound like like you said it's not to be sound smart or be smug like my dad used to say this because uh, i used to spend hours on the pot <laughs> reading and my mom would be yelling and banging on the bathroom door and be like you know stop <laughs> it and come out and you've been in there for an hour because like that was the perfect time to read you know prime reading time yeah and there was yeah. a phase in my life when my mom uh, locked up my books because i was reading and at that time i didn't have a uh, i didn't have a cell phone i didn't have a kindle as i do now i don't think ebooks were a thing back then 
and uh, i would just sit down and read the back of all the products in my in my bathroom you know oh. because i was just that <laughs> obsessed with and it's not because i was learning anything it was just that i wanted to i didn't want to waste my time sitting on the pond just staring at something you know or playing a game yeah. because i feel like just reading and there is no bad reading i feel personally i feel like you can read a bad book and still learn a lot about just life and about yourself you know i feel yeah, like I, so i don't think there is there is any sort of like oh you oh my god you're reading this you cannot judge people for what they're reading i mean i i i know yeah. i said i admitted to doing that in school <laughs> but i understand today that whatever you read as long as you're reading it's yeah. just it just changes your life i feel i feel like it just makes everything it you understand yourself better i have explored <laughs> emotions within myself that i didn't know existed you know because i yeah. tend to pick books that either make me laugh too much so i read a lot, lot of like sophie kinsella and when i was younger of mm-hmm. course roald dahl and or i read books that make me cry too much you know and there is yeah. no in between for me lately i've like i said i've been reading any and everything and I, i which i love i'm loving this phase but usually it's it's these these kinds of books that either make me laugh or cry and i have i have discovered feelings within me and emotions that i didn't know i was even capable of but you know a book has managed to do that for me which i think is like a really really great deal you know it's a big deal to like yeah. be able to know yourself uh, through reading like that so i feel like i don't know i mean i have no authority i don't know what the benefits are i'm sure there are some benefits but i just know that reading just really really makes you feel better and just helps get to know yourself better So I highly recommend reading to all. Yeah, and and I think we need to start this hashtag books over Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I will because yeah. I can't do that anymore, and it's got nothing to do with age. Honestly, it's got nothing to do with yeah. age. I would pick even a bad book hmm. or reading anything, absolutely anything over Netflix. Honestly. Currently. Well, I will seem. I don't know like whether a, I will seem like a hypocrite if I if I if I partake in this hashtag uh, trend because <laughs> I am, as you know already, I think I am the biggest Netflix nerd there is. I'm always constantly <laughs> recommending things for people to watch. Uh, yeah. But yes, I will admit that people just in general should start reading more, uh, and I say that yeah. because. my my eyesight has gone for a toss like i have been wearing my spectacles and i'm just so afraid to go see the doctor because i know it's going to be really bad because i am i i ensure i read for a couple of hours in the day just because i want to i need to uh, limit my screen time you know just sitting in front of your phone yeah. or laptop all day it's the worst thing and i do it so often but uh you need to take out a few hours in the day of course if you're active etc that's the best thing you can do but everyone should take out a couple of hours in the day to just sit down maybe play some music or get into bed and just read you know it's so fun yeah. it's so fun it's so much better than like 
texting while not netflixing you know what i mean <laughs> like when netflix is yeah. just playing yeah. in the background and you're just spending most of your time texting or doing something else and absolutely distracted because i feel like reading i'm i'm very easily distracted as a person i get distracted very easily when yeah. i'm watching something i'll have 10 things on my mind i have to rewind a bunch of times sometimes to just see you know what was happening because uh, i zoned out during that happens with me a lot but the only time i'm not distracted is when i'm reading because there's no scope for distraction because you're so immersed in the story that you can't if i if you either yeah. you're reading it or you're not you know so not. yeah yeah So so uh, your television goes uh, ever so often are you watching are you still watching Absolutely <laughs> No I'll be watching you know or I'll be I'll, I'll be watching I'll be looking at least yeah. but I have no idea what yeah. my eyes have glazed <laughs> and I'm just like thinking about what I'm supposed to be doing tomorrow or like thinking about the next thing to that I should watch which is the worst thing because I treat like even watching things as uh, as homework So I'm like, oh, okay. So I can cross right. this off my list, and what do I watch next? Which is ridiculous. Like, just watch what you're watching right now, you know. <laughs> and I feel like, and can I interest you? Mm -hmm. Can I interest you in this book called Digital Minimalism by Carl Newport? Oh my God! And... <laughs> Absolutely, you can. <laughs> this is not a paid promotion. <laughs> this is not a paid promotion. I honestly mean. it will give you a lot of insight yes. into digital because uh, you know they had the whole section about high value um you know habits that have high value for yourself oh my god teach me those habits that, yeah so i think books <laughs> <laughs> no i will i will 100% read this book okay because i am in fact i'm not awesome. big on my phone or anything but like netflix just watching things netflix prime video amazon i mean hotstar i have subscriptions i have subscribed to everything i have a subscription to voot for heaven's sake like <laughs> wow yeah so i i totally recommend this book for you i think you you are a great hamster for this great guinea pig you thanks, should totally Andy. try it I have converted five people into digital minimalists and got them into reading mm -hmm. and they have never read a book in in their life. Wow. And uh yeah. I'm super proud. I'm the I am very proud of you. Yeah. Book pipe piper. I'm the pipe piper of books. I love it. <laughs> I have a, I have a few like you said you don't have any friends that read. I have I have friends who must read like i most of my friends do read um i have lots who don't also but um i have some very very like some friends who i only discuss books with you know like i have this one small group of friends and you guys know who you all are uh and we just discuss books it's amazing you know and i think that's also a great wow. thing because the, like you said you know it is such an experience and like you said you and i don't see blue the same way So no two people yeah. will interpret or read a book the same way, and the takeaway is never the same. It could be similar experiences, but never identical. So the a great, great part of reading is also discussing the book after, like we're going to be doing, you know, because just getting perspective, other people's perspective on what they thought of a book, especially someone that you're close with, you're a friend. is just the best feeling in the world you know to be like oh so what did you think of this what <laughs> like that didn't occur to me yeah. <laughs> like so many times you're just like what like 
oh my god you know and it's like like remember when you and i were discussing normal people you know so yeah it's just uh, so again a great benefit of i mean the book normal people the, the book, book normal, normal people, people normal guys people. <laughs> we do not discuss normal we do not discuss people normal people and you and i do not discuss people okay that's a joke we only <laughs> we, we discuss normal people we discuss people we only discuss celebrities <laughs> only celebrities and no normal yeah. people <laughs> yeah you would <laughs> Yeah, you were saying. So when we were discussing normal yeah, people, yeah. So th- no, I just mean that that's another great <laughs> benefit of reading is to just like share that with your friends and family. Like my mom, who is not a reader, mm-hmm. who's read like five books in her entire life. You know, if I really, 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 really like a book, which I think that she may also like, or if I want to know what, like, just to it's the best way to get to know a person because I was like, I want to know what she would think of that book. You know. So the five books right. that she's read in her life, uh, she's been forced to read by me. So it's amazing. I think that's an added benefit of reading. Wow! Everyone should do it. Yeah. I all of a sudden just feel like the Phantom of the Opera because I feel like I have no friends now. Oh, Andy! And I live backstage because I have no friends to discuss books with. But I have you now. So which is why that's podcast. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine so, you yes. made a whole podcast to be able to discuss books that's discuss amazing. Books. Yay. Yeah. Seriously. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the time that we have today and thanks for listening to my conversation with Pala. For more such fun conversations, subscribe to the Project A podcasts and get updates on new episodes. You can find us on all major podcast hosting platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. This is me, Andy, your host, signing off. Until next time, much love.